0: And welcome back to the podcast This is Two Catholic Dudes My name, as always, is Ryan Claus It hasn't changed, my name is Ryan Klaus. <laughs> and my name is Danny Cleary Still is, as always, as always We're not priests, we're not theologians We're just two Catholic dudes And we're talking about our faith And today,
1: um, so here's the deal guys I'm gonna be honest with you I've been really wanting to do We did an episode a couple weeks ago about parables Diving into the word And I've been kind of pestering Ryan like Hey, let's do our favorite Versus in scripture as and an I, episode. And, and I go, no, no, no. I don't, I don't know enough scripture. Yeah. Denies every time. Yeah. So he has his favorite scripture, and he goes, let's <laughs> do an entire episode just on that. So on that note, <laughs> today we were reading uh, from the Old Testament a little bit on the podcast because this reading was just in the cycle. It was like, what was it,
0: couple, a couple we're weeks We're in ago? cycle A right now for you liturgical geeks, and it was like two weeks ago. I think it was... No, it was like two, two weeks. Yeah,
1: okay. It's uh, it's in First Kings 19, and it's that story of when Elijah goes to the mountain, and they there's a bunch of, a bunch of things happen, and he finds where God is, and we're gonna dive into it, read it.
0: And it's always my, f- I say it's my favorite scripture, mm-hmm. and every time I try to explain it, I always say Isaiah. I even like my, I was doing, mm. uh, gospel reflections with my pastor at church, and he goes. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm gonna have you swap with me, and you're gonna do a, do a reflection. He's like, I know that's your favorite scripture verse, so I want you to go and do a reflection on it. And I did it, and it wasn't great. And I on said video? And I, on video, and no. I said Isaiah, and then I went back and I was like, that was wrong. <laughs> so I actually redid one in my studio, and I put it up on my parish's website. Uh, and it turned out I was out, like,
1: I didn't see this one on our stuff. Did you not put it up? I on I didn't our put
0: stuff? it up. That's like your thing, but it can be our thing. Oh, thanks, man. So. It's yeah. I'm sorry for we're we're gonna do. I mean, you know, you know coming in if you'd like our favorite verses all in like one episode. But I think it's kind of cool to dive in per verse. We can really. I think that here's the deal per verse oh. per verse. <laughs> also, we have a ton of energy today. We did a podcast earlier this morning with Edmund Mitchell. Yes, I don't know if that's gonna air before or after this. So and look man. forward to that or look forward to having already watched that. But we, yeah, it was such a great episode and. <laughs> Now we just have we had lunch and now we just have like the most energy.
1: Yeah, the episode with Edmund was so cool and so fun. He's going to be definitely back on again because man, what a cool guy! Hundred percent. If you have you don't already, again, go follow Edmund Mitchell. He's the coolest. uh But okay, so back to the the topic at hand. We tend to be long winded. No, on our show here. But so this we, episode's
0: about wind in a sense, kind, kind yes. of.
1: Okay. So we thought we're gonna do verse at a time and kind of break it down and talk about why we like it and how we can apply it to our life. And we're going to start out with this one.
0: And so here's, cause it's easier for me because really I'm trying to get better at scripture and know my scripture and dive in to Mm -hmm. the word more. You've been doing that in Bible studies and in your personal uh, faith and your growth in your spirituality more than I have. And I, and I want to strive to be, uh, at a, at a higher level, right? I right. want to live up to a higher standard But it's tough it was, it was daunting for me to just jump in and do like Let's do a whole slew of scriptures That's why I always always like I don't know if we want to do that episode So I appreciate your patience uh, in, in waiting on that And this is an easier entrance for me into it Into an episode And then maybe we can dive in fully It's like music episodes are tougher for you But if totally. we like start in an easier fashion for you It's, it's less daunting to think about So, yeah. like, so that's, that's where my mind's at is that totally it? well right. you know
1: what and we're excited about today and i think that it's it's relevant to uh what we're going what's going on in the world right now we'll, we'll dive into why yeah uh so again we're in the first book of kings uh, ryan's going to read it for us uh so go ahead ryan go ahead. And uh, we're going to start in
0: tra- the, I, the translation's a little different always but we're going to start but we'll at talk about that verse 11 uh okay then the lord said go out and stand on the mountain before the lord The Lord will pass by. There was a strong and violent wind rendering the mountains and crushing the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, a light, silent sound. When he heard this, Elijah hid his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave.
1: Awesome. Love it. Love Absolutely. The word.
0: That's a, it's my favorite little bit.
1: Um, so a lot to unpack here. I want to actually break it down because it's at face value it's God was in the silent sound or the whisper. Some translations are uh, a lot of the times when the priests are talking about it in a homily they go with whisper. Yeah, that's what that's the
0: translation I've most heard. But yeah. this one said silent so, sound, which is an interesting translation. Silent sound. Yeah, or, or
1: were very quiet is right. another. It's it, the point of it is, is it's not big, extravagant, anything. It was something small, and where you really had to be paying attention to hear it. And I think that then that's why I wanted to. Have it. But at face value, that's what it is. God's in that. Mm-hmm. But let's dive a little deeper into why that is and how can we right now, 2020, take what happened to Elijah and apply that to our faith journeys and our lives. Right. right exactly. um So let's start at the very beginning of it. I like when it says that. Uh, then, uh, excuse me here. It says, then the Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain, uh, before the Lord. So he, it's not like God told him, go, go to the mountain and wait.
0: And there's two things we, yeah, there's two, there's, ahead. there's two really important things to talk about in that. I don't know if you were, you want to finish your no, point? No, you, you you got. So go like we, we talked about this on a, on almost every episode is go out and share your faith yes. and do and, and not just stay inside. Right. So he didn't say roll over in bed and wait for the Lord. He's going to encounter you in, in your in your house, in your room, like mm-hmm. where it's comfortable. So going out and the and at the top of the mountain, I don't know if it says the top of the mountain, but mountains are usually high and you have sure. to climb them or or traverse them to get to the top. And it's a difficult well, it's journey. Well, it says stand on the mountain. Stand Me, on the like mountain. You had nobody to get, stands on the side of a mountain. There were no helicopters back then. <laughs> he had to climb up that mountain, right? That was a difficult, difficult journey. So encountering, and, and the, whole, the whole idea is you you need to encounter God At the end of what i'm telling you to do so he had to climb up this mountain in order to first to to be able to be uh be able to receive god and encounter him
1: and this is the funny part because i always like to look at like the the parts of scripture that are confusing for people because i'm still i'm not a theologian or a priest or a scripture scholar i'm just a catholic dude you sure are (laughs) Um, but something (laughs) that i think is funny i like to look into the scriptures and be like like no wonder because I work with teens mostly, and a lot of the times they're like, I don't understand what is going on in this scripture. And this is funny because it says, The Lord said, Go stand on the mountain because the Lord will pass by. <laughs> Sounds like me saying, Go stand out there because soon I'm going to walk by.
0: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like you're well, already, why, why are You already, <laughs> I'm already talking to you. <laughs> that is, that is interesting. I don't you know. know it's a funny thought. The Lord said, Go out and say, Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I
1: don't know. Right. Yeah. So, and, and, it, and it's, you know, just something to think about that's funny. Um, and I'd probably, if I wanted to dive really deep into, into the analysis of this, we're kind of just going on the, the bare bones of it, but we could read before and after of what's going on and where it's going. And if there's somebody that's kind of a history buff or, or that's read the context uh, and understands that better, throw it in the comments. But we're well, talking about our the the reading that you'd hear at Mass.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that is interesting. I don't know why I haven't... You, you hear the word Lord so many times in the Bible, like why, why I would say the Lord said, wait for the Lord, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe it's just, you know, you you, you feel the Holy Spirit moving in you. You feel God is calling you to do something, but he's, he hasn't really, there there hasn't been anything tangible yet that you can really receive, right? But you just feel called to do something. Like we felt called to do this podcast, but God wasn't literally like, he didn't call us up on our cell phones and, and, and be like, yo, I need you to do this project, right? We felt called and compelled and we, we knew it was a divine calling, but we, we didn't know what the fruits of it would be. And so I think encountering the Lord is encountering him in the, uh, the, the fruits of this podcast and our ministry and what it has happened, but it didn't happen. You know, is, is well, that, does that make some sense? Yes. Yeah. So check this out.
1: So I just briefly read ahead, uh, verse nine, just because I want. I think when we read scripture, it's so important to have the context of what's going on. I think that it's, uh, it's, uh, not a good move to just pick and choose a verse that we like and be like, this is what we think it means. Let's let's, I, I want to actually go to see what's going on. And, and to your point is Elijah is on the run. From the Israelites who are mad at him, they're, it says that they they've forsaken the altars. They they've uh, th- th- they're mad. People are are very very upset with him. And he goes to a cave and he's like, and the and God's like, what are you doing here? And He's like, I'm like I'm in trouble. They're they're mad. They're mad. They've forsaken you. They're coming after me. I'm the only one that, that's willing to. They want my life. Yeah. And he then he's like, okay, go up on the mountain. The Lord will pass by there. So it's he's in trouble. And he's and he's seeking where is god i'm in trouble got it and i think that that's going to even dive more into the point that we're trying to make at the end of the episode so this is a point where this 100%. is a guy he's in trouble he's being chased he's being they want his life and he's looking where is god and god goes where are you why are you here
0: i love that the the, the point of context yeah. is everything when we're reading scriptures yeah. context of the old testament you have to take into context the New Testament, the New Testament being the fulfillment of everything. And nothing makes sense in the old Testament, unless you read it through the lens of Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. coming and dying for our sins, right? Everything then makes sense. But same thing, like this little bit, there's so much to unpack in this little bit that we read, but once you understand uh, the history of, or or what what was happening before and what happens afterwards, then you can fully uh, be prepared to analyze it further and deeper. Right? So I think that's really important to acknowledge. So, He's already in trouble. He's he's already having difficulties in his life, and God asks him to do something even more difficult by climbing a mountain. Yeah. Whether that's uh, physically climbing up or or metaphorically another mountain that you have to traverse in your life, yeah. right? So it's something God gives him a task that is that is even more difficult than what's currently going on. But then he says, "Wait." So it's not like you're going to climb this mountain and, and right at the top is going to be God. You know, like those, those cartoons or whatever, like the guy climbs a mountain, it's the guru sitting at the top and it's yeah. like, yeah, you got there and he's going to give you all the advice you need for life and everything. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So God's not there. And sure. he says, go up there, climb the mountain and wait for the Lord. And that's difficult. Yeah. That is really difficult for all of us in our lives right now. We and, live in a world of immediacy. Especially if you're in trouble. Right.
1: You know, if you, you're like, I came for help. I came for assistance and if someone goes cool wait right there yeah or actually could go over there and wait
0: right it's like what we don't want to wait for anything like, in this I, world but yeah let alone you, when we're you in trouble know, and, right
1: and yeah and and this is in a point where you're in big trouble and you're like afraid i'm sure that he's scared uh-huh you know and he even says in this when god says like why are you here before he tells them he goes he goes because i'm i'm on fire for god and everybody else is mad that's what he says because I am Paraphrase. the most zealous <laughs> yeah I'm the most zealous for the Lord you know I'm the most we need to use that word more in
0: our regular zealous yeah yeah we should. That is zeal Zeal. it's a great word yeah it's a word of the day
1: take out the dudes so he uh, so so hes hes goes and he's waiting for the Lord as you're saying he's, he, it, he's got the like, zeal for the Lord and he climbs he, the he, mountain he climbs the mountain he's up there he's like the Lord's going to pass by. So, so he's now knows he's gotten to the top of the mountain, and he knows the Lord is coming. And do you think, I need do you think, help.
0: Do you think he was thinking the Lord was going to pass by like the pope mobile, and he was going to wave to him like from probably the, not? There the was no cars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got so it. it was like a camel, maybe. But isn't
1: all right. <laughs> so it says, okay. So go ahead. read on for me. Let, let's read the next line. Well, now, let's, let's now to, I don't know where we are. Uh, let's go to verse uh, um, eleven again. Back. We're going back. Go, er, yeah. So go back. back to the start. Here. Let me read it. I'm, I got you it right go. here already. <laughs> go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. The Lord will pass by. There was a strong and violent wind rendering the mountains and crushing the rocks. That's that's a strong wind. It's intense. So I do you think rocks crush like a soda can? Like they just like crumble in on themselves? Or do rocks like explode? <laughs> Maybe it depends on what kind of
0: rock. Any geologists listen to the show that know a lot about the structure and composition of. But it's just something I'm thinking about. It's like if a wind is
1: blowing, would it blow it like to the point where it blows so hard that the rock just bursts?
0: Oh, like spontaneous combustion from the wind. Yeah, or like
1: where it just like folds in on itself. I don't know. I I think
0: I think more likely other other debris would crush into it. Or it it blows
1: it into something else that it smashes into and
0: then explodes. Maybe the words they're just trying to say here is that there was destruction caused by (laughs) by the Sure.
1: I just wanted to get into that because I was like, "What? how would a rock crumble? Sure. Or get crushed. Geologists. How, how does it wind? Throw it in the comments. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Throw anyway. it in the comments. But regardless, it's a very strong wind. It gets your attention. If it's crushing a rock, it's probably knocking Elijah over. Yeah, his little he, cloak yeah. is, is blowing in the wind. <laughs> he's, you know? he's all over the place. So first, there's there's rocks, but the Lord was not in the wind, is what it says. It was not there. Not
0: there. But he probably thought that the Lord was going to come in the wind. It seems like something that seems like, if God was going to make an entrance, that would be a This is good Old one. Testament, folks.
1: If you guys don't know your Bible, Kings... Right, Old Testament, and if God was going to make an entrance, it would probably be something cool like the wind, yeah. right? Uh, so the next thing is there's a mighty earthquake. Another, another big thing where God would be like, you know, boom. We we read in the New Testament, this is obviously this happened before that, but when when Jesus had died, there was earthquakes. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, a likely possibility it was, yeah, for where God could be.
0: He's like, all right, I didn't I didn't see God in the wind, but. The whole is shaking right now. He's got to be here. Yeah. He's coming right No, he's now. not. No. God's not in the earthquake. Turns out he wasn't there. Not in the earthquake. After that, there was a fire. Not there.
1: Not in the fire.
0: What? He's at the top of the mountain. What? Uh- what is on fire? <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. I don't know. What, was there it trees? Just
1: flames just engulfed. I imagine... Something so cool because God obviously is so powerful and rad that, like, just flames and circular amount just covered the place.
0: Well, here's the deal we don't know how long Elijah was on the top of this mountain. It probably wasn't him making a fire. Well, no, I mean, maybe he was maybe you've heard about the hermits that that like live their whole lives on top of poles. Yes, so I mean, maybe he was on the run and he he got to the top of this mountain or whatever and he lived there for years. That's possible, you know what I mean. Uh, and he experienced all these things, and there was some. Maybe it wasn't like a mountain, like we're thinking Everest, but like it's at the top of like this. Yeah, I don't know what the what the, the uh, summit. Yeah, he's at the top of some some big hill, or some mountain, whatever. But there's trees and there's forests and stuff like that. And maybe there was a big forest fire, and all the trees caught fire one season. You know, like we're having our fires right now in Southern California. Where are they right now? There's there's really bad fires near uh, us. Yeah, they're not not this, near us here in Orange County, but they're, right right. Uh, I mean this happens in Southern California like yeah. almost every year. There's it's, but there's like September over October. 300
1: fires burning right now oh, in the state. It's horrible. It's
0: wild. So you know maybe there was this this little bit this the what a couple paragraphs could have taken place transpired over a year, or two or months or who knows. Uh, right? Who knows. I don't know. Uh but regardless so it's but God wasn't there. God wasn't in the fire. No, no matter how
1: long it took or how big it was, there's no God. It, yeah and then we get to the light and silent sound and this is how we know that God was in there because Elijah hit his face because that was a big thing you know back then and that's why the reality of Jesus is so beautiful that he was a man that we could look upon and look to. Because when you see everyone in the Old Testament, when God presented himself, you couldn't look. You would take your shoes it's off. That you, you, it's that scene from Raiders, right? Yeah, you you, wouldn't want you, to, can't, you look, can't
0: look at him yeah. or your face would melt.
1: Yeah, you cannot look <laughs> upon God. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right? And so well, that, that, that is beautiful that Jesus came in and he and was a tangible human flesh that we could touch, yeah. that we could look upon his eyes. Yeah you yeah, know, to it's, it's connect of the, with him as another as a fellow human being though he is fully God
1: it's just one of the the chair you know that God loved us so much that he would give us that 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 love of comfort to be able to see him look upon him mm-hmm. you know because like we're not worthy to look upon the Lord that all these prophets in the old testament knew that but jesus was like you know it's, it's yeah it's fine i love you enough to to let right. you look upon me you know Something. but that's
0: another thing like you said context knowing your context of your bible so knowing that if you didn't know any context and you didn't know anything about hiding your face in a cloak you'd be like why did he do that? Yeah, was it wasn't it was cold? Was it cold God after was the there. fire? <laughs> he, he, was, he was cold and he had to bundle up a little bit, you know, but like knowing that covering your face meant that, that God is, is present, right? right yeah, so totally. um, that helps us understand the scripture that we're reading. Yeah, so right okay, so he, he finally encounters God in the, in the quiet sound. Yeah. And again, at face value, we died in a little bit on like the circumstances, but yeah, we see we, we find God in those moments that we least expect is yeah. what we're talking about here, yeah. right? So he expects God in all the bombastic, crazy, noisy things in life. Uh, the things that are, are expected, but, uh, God is, is always uh, contradictory to what we, what we think. Yeah. And so, like I said before, the, uh, the new Testament is the fulfillment of so much, if not almost everything in the old Testament. And you know, Everyone expected Jesus to come in in the most brash way. You know, a king is coming. He's going to come, and there's going to be fire. There's going to be earthquakes. He's going to tear yeah, things they, up. Yeah, they he's thought he was
1: going to be like a war chief that uh, yeah, was going to come gonna conquer, and take out the Romans. Right,
0: and he came as a helpless infant. Yeah, who couldn't fend for himself, and yeah. and you know, uh, people were trying to kill him, and he had to be uh, be comforted and cared cared for by human beings. Yeah. And so that's, he is the, that version of the whisper, that silent sound that yeah. came, that came in the night. Yeah. Right. I think that we can take this for a lot of things in our life. Cause the reason that
1: I, that I like this so much, and I'm going to get into the end. Uh, the, I want to go back to, to after that in, at the end of it, because there's another part of it that I really like, but mm-hmm. that point of God is going to work in our life where we don't expect him to be. Um, and sometimes it's in the quiet. Sometimes it's in the, the not, and I'll use youth ministry as I always do as an example. A lot of people think that when you go on a big retreat or when you do this amazing event or some kind of spectacular thing in any ministry, not just you, in any ministry for you could be like the biggest, most glorious Easter vigil you've ever done, right? Where the music and everything is going and it's awesome. And that's where you'd expect to see God, right? Mm-hmm. In this really powerful moment where everything is focused on God. Obviously, his power is on display. His, The glory of God's there for everyone to see. That's where you'd You're expect like, to see Of course I'm going to have this encounter with God of right here. Of course I'd see him. But sometimes it's not where people encounter God. Sometimes it is. As we, as we just quoted, there are times where God did use the earthquakes and the fires and the wind. But in this instance, He he does this. Mm-hmm comes in the whisper to show us that that it's, it can be in the moments we don't expect. Exactly. And when we need him the most, can be in the things we don't expect. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to my point of sometimes you expect it to be this gigantic event that you were at or this gigantic prayer experience or this concert or uh, anything of that you know big magnitude. But a whisper could be a conversation that you have with somebody. It could be going to confession. It could be you receiving the Eucharist and that there's, the, we never know the little things that could happen in our life where God is like, Hey, here I am. This is me. But on top of hearing God and the thing that, that, that we want to take from this is Elijah recognized where God was, you know, if he was, because he obviously knew when these big things happened, he was able to say, that's not from God. mm mm-hmm he knew where god was he was able to recognize that and i think that's something in our life that we have to be able to recognize
0: i love that and i I, and you know we talked a little bit we did for for once we did a little bit of like pre-planning on this one right and i think i think that's good that that's healthy that's uh, sometimes it's good to go off the cuffs and and but a lot of this is off the cuff right now and i think i'm discovering a lot about this reading as we're just talking right now and hopefully you guys are enjoying this process but what i was talking about was that because we, we literally didn't understand it until we did. What the, the Lord said, wait for the Lord. He was like, what does that mean? But he was actively pursuing God because he felt he felt called and compelled by the Lord. He didn't know what... Zealous. What, for the Lord. He, he felt that zeal for the Lord, right? And so he was actively pursuing. By actively climbing this, traversing this mountain, he got to the top and he was actively waiting for him. He wasn't just passively being yeah. like, oh, the Lord will come to me when the Lord comes to me. But he's like, so the 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 wind comes, he's like looking, he's trying to find God. God's not there. The earthquake comes, he's finding, looking for So he is not just being a passive bystander, but he is trying to find God in any way, shape or form. So like you were saying, when you go to those, those retreats, and this is this was often the case for me, I was going to like an adoration at at a confirmation retreat or Mm -hmm. when I was young, even, even when I'm older, I'm like, okay, all these people are having these super emotional experiences at adoration. God is speaking to them. People are like speaking in tongues and they're like passing out and stuff like that. They're having these huge spiritual encounter moments and I feel nothing i'm like i'm just kind of sitting here and like i expected to be spoken to by god through this this powerful experience that everyone's having and i didn't feel anything but you know what like that's fine because that uh god was going to speak to me in a whisper like you said somewhere else maybe after maybe maybe i heard uh, i encountered god just by like comforting someone who was having that experience or i talked to somebody afterwards It, it can be a different experience for everybody but that whisper might come in who knows what way
1: i'll tell you let me share a quick story. I haven't told you this. Uh it's gonna be live on the air. I feel like this is kind of a cool episode, I think, now that I'm thinking about it, because we're kind of doing like just an on air scripture study. Yeah. Just like you and me are doing a scripture study trying to figure out our favorite readings and we're just doing it and right. recording it at the same time. So thank you guys for joining on us. Please join in on the conversation if you're you know, let's dive into the word with us. So on to that point. The I think with this ministry, right, we expected it to be. Like there was a lot of big things that got canceled because of COVID, or that we like we, uh, we had mentioned earlier. We'll put out a really cool video, and we're like, "This is it! This super cool thing! God's gonna be in this, and it's gonna explode, and everyone's gonna see!" I sing. love where you right with this, this is you bit- know, and people are gonna go. Huh. Eh. Cool, or like you know, Ryan, Ryan's, Ryan, guys. If you haven't yet, please oh pause this podcast. Go watch the cover of uh, "You Were not, not Alone." I am not, I am not alone. Am not alone. Uh, what was the name of the the?
0: The uh, Joby song "I'm Not Alone." Yeah. I did a cover with Anna Patrillo. Petri- yeah. from New Jersey. Beautiful voice. Oh my gosh, it unbelievable! We did a virtual it. collab. I spent probably the most time I've ever spent on recording this song, editing this song, filming the video, editing the video, and this is probably one of the best things I've ever done. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the big thing. One of the least viewed. Yeah, it's only been a few days, but like no one's watching it, right. no one's commenting it, no one's sharing it. And I'm like, I just should just take my whole channel down at this point. <laughs> and so, but okay, so, so check this out. So
1: it's like, we're like, this is where we're supposed to see God. Why are we not seeing the fruits of our labor in this huge, cool right. project we did? And I felt the same way about um, when we were supposed to fly to a bunch of different states and speak and talk and be like, yes, this is it. We know that God is like moving us. Doesn't happen. Where's, Doesn't happen. Where, 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 what the heck? I'll tell you, I'm going to share a story with you that just, I just got told to me the other day. And if you're listening, uh, I don't know who it is, but my mom was talking to a friend in the supermarket that that's known me for a long time. I don't remember her name. Um, but that she was at a barbecue or a a family like picnic party situation, whatever. And there was a, uh, a young man that was there at the party. And in the middle of the party, he said, I got to go. I have to go watch two Catholic dudes. And he got up and left.
0: Does he know that we're not live?
1: <laughs> no, I, yeah, but he—he he was like, he goes, "It's Monday, I gotta go." What? And he and and the lady texted my mom. She's like, "I just needed you to know." Wow. Was, I, I don't know, I don't know his name. If you're listening to this, bud, please comment your name. Yeah. I don't know his name. I don't know anything about it. But when my mom told me that, I went, "Okay, I okay, God, I hear you." Yeah. If we made a difference to one person that was like, "I gotta watch this show," then that's. That's where God says, you know, when, when God asks Elijah over and over and over, why are you here? That's why Mm -hmm. we're here to make that small little bit of difference so that Mm. someone else can see God, even though we are going to put all of our work into all these amazing projects that we want. We want them to be like, everyone see, everyone see all the hard work we put in. And sometimes they don't always go that way. Right. If there's one moment where somebody goes, Hey, I, it's important that I, these people make an impact on my faith. Then that's what the whisper is.
0: Wow. You know? Dude, that's a great story. Yeah. Thank you, listener. Uh, uh, yeah, please. Whoever you are, let me know. Um, you, you can watch it anytime you want. <laughs> but We appreciate you watching it. At, like, you, maybe you want to be first. Yeah. Uh, you can be first comment if you comment right away. Yeah,
1: but uh, yeah, I don't know who you that's, are. Whoever oof. you are, though,
0: I want to figure out the
1: name. I'm going to try to find the name. I want to send you a T-shirt or something. Yeah. Um, but please let that's me know. That's super powerful. Wow. Yeah, super cool.
0: Thanks for sharing that story. Are we? Uh, let's take a, a break about a minute early and then cool. we'll come back.
1: Okay. So. Really what we're trying to get at in this episode is it, us in our life right now is, is there's a lot of stuff going on. The world's really noisy. There's a lot of distractions in the world, and it's finding the ability in our life to listen for the whisper in our life. So I think that we should dive into a little bit of the things in our life that can distract us, right? Because I'm sure that that God sent those big things to Elijah for him to be distracted from. because you, you brought up the point of him being focused. He was observant. He was looking for God. God is sending all these big, booming things and scary things and things that like he'd be like, okay, oh, I got to go check that out. But he he was like, no, that's not that's not God. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew he had that he had that that zeal, right? To yeah, know that, if you nah, don't, don't have the zeal. Yeah, he knew this is <laughs> no, there is no God in there. That's right. Um, so, what are things in our life that we can that that can be distractions for us that'll kind of maybe distract us? Take away our focus from seeing the whispers that God's trying to put in
0: our life. Exactly. Like we always have to be focused and mindful to be actively pursuing God, actively looking for him. And this world can be very very distracting. Yeah, in super. so many ways. Uh, distracting in positive ways or negative ways or neutral ways, honestly. Just negative ways, you know, getting wrapped up in all the the craziness of COVID and the craziness yeah. of the political drama in our world. Positive ways, honestly, like I was I was just looking it's it's always good to take a good hard look at your life and everything that you're doing. See, look, take a look at what what are you doing on a day-to-day? What does your average day look like? What do, what do you fill your hours with? And if you fill your hours with a lot of nonsense and a lot of junk, Um, or just busy work or things like that. You know, I find myself, I, I do, I don't even watch TV anymore, but I just like, I'm always editing. I'm always doing stuff. But sometimes I'm like, maybe this thing can wait. I I'm like, maybe on Amazon I'm browsing just new gear to buy and that's all good and, and well, but maybe it's like, okay, can I just hold, what if I just spent that 45 minutes that I was browsing nonsense on Amazon to go down into the chapel and pray and be with the Lord? Yeah. Right. And, and that gear, that, that lens or that guitar that I want to buy, it can wait and, and it's going to, I'll buy it when I need to buy it or it's going to present itself. But like, what's more important than like taking that moment and it's not that that's 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It's not that much time, but, but actively pursuing God, he's going to be able to speak to you that much more clearly. Right. So that's, that's one thing in my life that I find. Keep going. And I, I, I you have got, a great, something? I got I,
1: something on what you just said that I really
0: liked keep going. Gotcha. Right. So I think it's to, to give ourselves a hard look at, at the things in our lives. There's there's common things that I think uh, I wrote down a few of them right now that before I'll let you do your point before I get into like the, the list that I have. Probably that plague all of us to a certain degree, but each of us, our lives are all different. So you need to be able to figure out what you do on a day-to-day basis on an hour to hour to hour and see what what consumes your time because where you put your energy is what's what you know you're present. what are you presenting yourself to to god and is it is it what he would want or is it what you selfishly as a human wants right so and i think that's important that we i'm going to go back to the, the word here that word,
1: our word of the day, that zeal, being zealous for the Lord, because I think that that is how Elijah was able to be able to determine where God was and all those things. And I think in our life, you mentioned clarity. I think when we have zeal for the Lord and we have love for the Lord, when we know God in our life, it's easier with more clarity of mind to know where he's going to be. And I think that sometimes these distractions that we're going to go into here in a moment can kind of disrupt that clarity. Because we're not putting as much focus on our relationship with God and in our faith, we're being distracted by whatever this stuff may be. So uh, that was just the point I wanted to touch on because that I think that word clarity is really important. Uh-huh. So go ahead. Go, let's, let's dive, into, let's the dive into the
0: list. We, we're all about lists this year, right? It's tough for us. It's tough to like put a, a number on the episode. Uh, like yeah, because we, we have like,
1: we'll say top five and then we have ten We go things, way too yeah. long.
0: Yeah. So we just we wrote
1: we jotted down a list of things that, and this is not. Let me, let me preface this with: we're not trying to lecture everybody. This is a list of things that distract us. Yeah. So we want to. This is and and maybe you can relate to them.
0: Number one, probably for everybody, social media social slash media. phone. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, your phone, this little device in our pocket, is the greatest invention of the twenty first century. But it, any, it, you, again, you, any anything good that God gives us can easily be used for. It, for bad. Absolutely. And you can have like 15 different
1: social medias on one phone. Right. Right. How, like you have five, like just on
0: Instagram alone, I have four different accounts. Right. Right. I heard, who was I talking to? Somebody, somebody in my life said, oh, it was Joe Melendris. Uh, me and Joe have been connecting a lot lately because he's been stepping up his production game. And we've yeah. been really, uh, we, I've been chatting on the phone with him. And we were talking about what he's doing and what I'm doing. And it's, it's just great to be able to lift each other up. Anyways, he told me that one day a week, he's turning his phone off. Wow. I, maybe he said off. I mean, maybe you need to leave it on for emergency calls, but he doesn't use it he doesn't do anything. He has one day, I think it's Sunday probably for him or Saturday or whatever, but uh, kind of a reset. A reset for social media, for technology, and he takes the day and spends with his family. He spends in prayer spends in exercise or whatever he to help him in his relationship with God getting away from that noise because it's very noisy for all of us that little device in our pocket right we have I have a habit of like if I all of us you know like what I'm going to get my car washed and rather than just sitting quietly on a bench waiting watching you know human beings work or like looking at God's beauty in the world what does everybody do on their phone you're on their phone you're not looking at anybody you know maybe you single guys or girls out there maybe that's our parents or grandparents. That's where they met their wife or their husband at the car wash. They this girl sat next to them and they sparked up a conversation. That's how it happens in all the movies. I know. I but I still believe that, that people met like that, right? Even though I see it you see it in the movies. But like people are afraid to encar- this is a whole other podcast topic in itself. But we're so we our immediate response anytime we're bored because we're because we can get anything immediately that we get bored immediately if if, if we don't have what we want. So we're it,
1: it goes back to being distracted from what's going on in the world. Exactly. If we're constantly looking at the phone. Right. And I and I totally I can relate to that absolutely. I, I have bad habit. I I was just <laughs> trapped in my phone. <laughs> you know, but and I think that like Bishop Barron says it everybody is addicted to their phones nowadays. One hundred percent. Everybody. So
0: I love that Joe I I'm considering trying that. I don't know if I can but that says a lot about you know the addiction is yeah. it, like i don't think i could give up my phone for one full day what you know that's crazy but so phones obviously we know this but it's something that is creating a lot of noise in our life um uh, our work so the next thing on the list our work our our busyness i mentioned i i stay busy 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 and it's often doing things to to evangelize for our ministry for my church yeah. it's doing god's work and I, and I and i really truly believe it but like i said at what point is it just work is is it just working is it is and just not, creating busyness right i,
1: I want to talk about that really quick because i've been in charge of helping with the outdoor mass so it's mass, but I'm running the cables and doing the speakers and doing the live stream and doing this and doing that. You can forget quickly that you're at mass when you're wrapped up. And I know that you can relate to this too. When you're up and working, 100%. when you're working, you forget quickly where you are.
0: When I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story really quick. When I walk into church every time uh, I bow uh, at the altar or at the, at the tabernacle or both, but. Then I'm I'm in work mode and I have so much to do and I pass in front of the altar like seventy three times when I'm doing yeah. stuff. Do you think I bow every single time? Probably no, not. No, and I feel bad about it, but I'm like I'm so busy and I get and I again it's busy it's noisy and I don't have time to sit there and acknowledge the, the Lord because I'm I'm working.
1: Yeah, so so something that I've been doing because I can totally I'm I'm on board with you with this one because when one one thousand we usually say hundred percent I'm gonna say a thousand.
0: Whoa! Yeah,
1: because. Something that I've been doing is at masses uh, that I'm attending, even though I'm doing the if I'm helping with the soundboard or doing the live stream or whatever else, during the consecration that happens. Because obviously now that we're outside, uh, a lot of people don't kneel because we're on the concrete. Right. And you know, I, I, if it if you can't, you know, I don't think you know God God doesn't want you to hurt yourself, but I I physically am able to do that, so I I'm kneeling on the concrete, and, and I had a couple people go up to me and they were like, "Why do you do that?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, God died for me. The least I can do is kneel for." three minutes for him no big deal but it's it reminds me of where i am i like i that. can sit and kneel on the concrete and remember that i'm at mass jesus's sacrifice and jesus this what's happening now is why i'm allowed to why why my sin isn't isn't you know Sending me a place that I don't want to go is because mm-hmm. of what's going on right now—the sacrifice of Jesus and the the love of Christ. I like that. So that's it's just a way kind gonna, of snap me back in. Right,
0: exactly. We're not we're not saying you need to like suffer. No, but, that's but what it, I, If that's, that's what works for me, and I've got that before. You know, on Good Friday when uh, they have the solemn intercessions and they go on forever, and yeah. I, I they're beautiful, but it's it's like it's a while. It's like ten minutes long, yeah. and they, and you say a prayer. The, the deacon says a prayer and then the priest says a prayer and then you kneel and then they say another prayer and then you stand up and they do that like a hundred times and I being at the piano at my one church that I was at I would I would kneel with everybody, but I was on the hard concrete floor and it hurt, and it was it was for a long time, and I and I said that to myself too. I was like, you know what? If Jesus died for me, and it's on Good Friday, obviously it's it's right in your mind. Like this was the day that Jesus died for us, and if this is the least that I could do, again, that's you. That's for you. That's for me. But if that's if you can't do that, if if it's too hard, if if you find if you find God in that moment in a different way, God bless you. That's awesome, right? Yeah. So okay, and it's just point. and by that point is just it's finding a
1: way to snap out of the distractions yes, that yes. we're talking. About about because and and making giving yourself the clarity of remembering where is god in your life because you want to be open to hearing him in the whispers is what we're talking
0: about exactly right so and again our work is at church is but, a, but you could be distracted and, and just creating busy work with with how much time are you devoting to work it's awesome to to want to create a better career for yourself and to continue to thrust your, yourself upon that work and, and and try to be successful as possible but at what point are you going overboard when you could and you're just distracting yourself with too much right so yeah. it's life is all about balance and yeah. finding what's what's healthy for a good career but what's healthy for a good spiritual life yeah. right so finding finding ways to eliminate a little bit of those of the noise. distractions and yeah. noise and that uh, I think okay then on the same in the same vein as a lot of these is t- uh, television Netflix uh, I put like mindless consumption of media slash video games so YouTube and I'm a big YouTube I when I, I don't watch TV anymore but I'll put on YouTube channels and some essentially TV, yeah, ex- exactly. And sometimes it's just comforting to see another human being talking, but I'm not, I'm like, I'm like what am I? I'm, I could take again time in silence, time in prayer, or I should be putting on like Bishop Barron or a Catholic podcast, something, sure. something more faith based for me, at least. And this isn't to say that these things are bad, no, like, you know, 100%. go ahead,
1: watch, you know, it, watch your Netflix, you watch your TV. Everybody wants to decompress. It's, it's that I almost, you know, what I've started to do. Is on Netflix. If you've watched it for long enough, it'll it'll pause and it'll say, "Do you Are want? Are you it? still watching? Are you still watch? like it'll say continue? Like you have to click it, so right, right, right. And what I always, what I've been trying to do is because I've been working on my editing stuff. When I get that notification, I know that it's time to take a break, right. And then I go back to, uh, then I, I jump on the computer to to edit or to, I or I crack open the Bible and I, I read a little bit, or even if it's yeah, I am still watching. All right, Stop let me shaming me, me, Netflix. Let me acknowledge. Let's say a quick prayer, and then I'll hit. Uh, let's get another episode of Criminal Minds in today. But Imagine you know, Criminal Minds, it's a good show. It's very interesting. Okay. Um, but you know what I'm saying is like that. That finding ways to find clarity in these because we're not advocating that you just get rid of all your distractions. They're n- that's not it. Because and sometimes no, you, we're and not saying some, live the mona- and,
0: monastic life. And, and just, sometimes
1: like, you need distractions from the stresses of the world. Sometimes,
0: for me... Like I said, life's all about balance, Yeah, if if
1: life is full of stress and and life is full of heartache and whatever, sometimes plugging in Xbox and playing some games with my buddies is a really welcome distraction, and it's a healthy thing in my life. Right. If I sit there from 9 to 5 and play Xbox all day, that is not allowing myself to have clarity to find where God's pushing me to be or who the best version of me can be. That's just filling my life with distraction
0: exactly and we're as human beings we are very addictive yeah we have addictive personalities They're, that's just in our nature yeah and like we said we are all addicted to our phones but uh what else what else are we growing so like you're playing video games for me i talked about it on early episodes but at one point i was really into sports and the reason that you started playing video games like you said was to have to during quarantine, to continue to connect yeah. with your wrestling group, right? So, yeah, because I hadn't
1: played in months, I didn't turn my Xbox on in
0: months, right? And then when quarantine happened, I all of a sudden was
1: like, I've not played video games in a while, and then all of a sudden, I was like, Now you, I'm you're now, playing I'm re- too no, much, now, right? I'm rolling. So,
0: the same thing was like, I started doing um fantasy football, fantasy yeah. sports because my brother moved across the country, and it was a way to connect like all our friends group that had like moved away and moved from away from each other, but to stay connected, and it was it was a community thing but then before i knew it i was skipping math i was watching football all day long i was in five different leagues and it became unhealthy Sounds because exhausting. i was i became addicted to it right and so that can this is what we're saying these are things like kind of things in our lives but what to take that time and discernment and what in your life is noise? What in your life is just frivolous? Because again, it's all about balance. I'll go back to that. God created so much good in this world, but we can very, very easily skew that and look at it in a distorted way so that that balance becomes out of whack and what was good is now not so good for us. Right? So being mindful of those things, video games, they can be a good thing. Fantasy football, wonderful use it in moderation take time to encounter the lord take time to have zeal that's right forgot uh so i uh, think a couple other things like well i put it on here like prayer take taking time so this is just an application of how to do that so taking okay. time in prayer and personal devotion sure so for for me i i keep talking about it like the like my my the year of my most growth was when i had my morning routine when i sat and i prayed and I, I prayed decade of the Rosary, I prayed open prayer to God. I meditated like straight up, just like don 't think about anything that 's a weird concept, right? Just like clear your mind it 's really that, hard i, I can 't even imagine trying to do that and that was that was difficult for me, and I could only do like two minutes. The first thing was like thirty seconds. I set a timer on my on my my phone, and I was like, all right, thirty seconds, I could try this and it was so hard. Then I gradually moved up to five minutes, one time I meditated after doing it for like a year, I meditated for a whole hour. Uh, and the time flew by, but that was a muscle I had to flex and, and get better at. Uh, I, and then I and then I would do like exercise, and it really like jump started my day. And and I felt mindful and spiritual, spiritually driven as the day went on, and everything had a purpose. And and so that that was that was really a a, a super powerful year for me in a term, in a really big time of growth. I moved into the place that I'm at right now, and it's it's amazing. It's a wonderful opportunity, but it is very uh, noisy. Yeah, physically and metaphorically, there's a lot going on, and it's like a busy street that I live next to. And so there's like huge trucks that drive by. There's a train that comes by sometimes, and the whole building shakes right now. Like we said in one episode, yeah, There's a the weightlifter guys, weightlifters that drop like 500 pounds, and the whole building shakes. So it's a very a noisy environment. There, but there's also a lot of just movement and things happening. So. It, it wasn't, a, and I was. I had a roommate for a while in in my same room, and it's like it wasn't a conducive environment yeah. to find that silence and find that quiet. There wasn't peace. There wasn't peace, right? And so, even though I'm doing great work here, it was it was it's just noisy, yeah. right? In a lot of more ways than one. And uh, I'm now living by myself here, and it's wonderful. And I went back to the, my my morning routine the other day, and it was so so amazing. So wonderful. Just Just for, it was so refreshing to start that way. So again, I don't, there was a lot of that noise and I, I think I was letting it distract me too much. And I wasn't, I could have found, I could have found a place, found a quiet place to go to take that time to do that morning routine, to, to find that time in prayer and devotion. But I was letting the distractions and letting the, letting the noise kind of pull me out of my norm, pull me into that, uh, the, you know, pull me into that, that frame of mind. It wasn't until, I, I don't know what really changed, but I, I made the, the, the cognitive decision. Maybe that, there was a whisper in your life that you didn't even realize. Right.
1: Who knows? Exactly. Maybe there was something in your life where God spoke to you in that whisper, and, and it called you to to finding that peace that you were looking for. Yeah. And so I think to, just to wrap, guys, is, is this was a really long, drawn-out scripture study, and I really hope that you guys, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really a growth for, for, for me, and, and I, I think uh, for, for us personally, just to kind of do a live scripture study. I really, really liked it a lot. It might be a new way of doing some of our podcast episodes, mm-hmm. but the point of it is, is, is I think I want you to take away is answer this question. When God, it, whenever you are doing in your life, God says, he said it here to the Elijah. Why are you here? Look hard in what you're doing in life and when, or, or when, or what, uh, where your faith is. And when God says, why are you here? Can you answer that question with, with zeal? can you answer it like Elijah and be like, I'm the most zealous for the Lord, hmm. you know? And then on that second point of is have clarity in what you're doing. Try to remove some of those distractions so that when God does speak to us, we can determine no matter how loud the world may be, the earthquakes, the fire, the wind, no matter how loud these things may be, when God comes in the whisper, we'll be able to hear him. We'll be able to recognize the Lord in those moments.
0: Yeah. And to, and Lastly, to continue to pursue him every day, yep. knowing that it's difficult. Amen. Knowing that the, the storms are raging. You know, maybe that wind was blowing while he was climbing that mountain. You know, it was extremely hard knowing that he had people on his tail. He was in trouble and he still pursued to the top of the mountain to actively pursue the Lord. He so we, trusted. When he God tr- said, I'm, the Lord will pass by, he trusted that he will. He would. trusted. So we need to all trust and we need to all know that it's going to be a challenge to pursue our God. And he's gonna. It's it's gonna test our patience. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna tr- we're gonna it's gonna be trying times in our lives as we as we face the difficulties that we're encountering in our lives. But trusting that he will come, he mm-hmm. will come in probably the least, uh, the way we we expect him, the least, right? Yeah. So he could come in those. Sure. Because now, okay, he's always counterintuitive to what we think. So now we're waiting for him in the whisper, but he might come in that fire. But So we, we need to always actively be searching. Searching.
1: We need to be aware. We need to have clarity. We need to have zeal. We need to be looking for God. Where is he? We need to be observant. We need to be always with him in our heart and on our minds so that when he does reveal himself to us, we're ready to we accept. Can- we're ready to answer that question of why are you here? That's right. Uh, I think that's it.
0: Yeah, for today. So, thanks for coming to our Bible study, two Catholic <laughs> dudes Bible study. But no, this is really great. I I thoroughly enjoyed this. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, praying along the scripture with us. And this could be a reoccurring theme in our episodes. If you guys want to hear more, two Catholic dudes Bible study type yeah, throw uh, throw throw a scripture throw uh, a scripture in the that comments, you want yeah. us to, to, to dive dive into. Right? It could be Old Testament, New Testament. And uh, I I love the fact that we had kind of an idea about this, but we really Cracked it open on on air with you yeah, guys, we, right?
1: We we again said this was going to be a short episode, and then it, of course went you know about an about hour about an hour, again.
0: and that's that's the uh, the benefit of having Bible study with fellow with fellowship with with like-minded Catholics. Yeah. So whether whether you can do that in person right now, or if you can just do it over Zoom, you know you could read the Bible by yourself from cover to cover, and you might get one percent of it if if you're lucky. Then you can like read analysis. Of other people, and you'll probably get a ton more. But once you start like actively discussing with with your friends, with your family, with with fellow community in in Catholics in your community, you're going to understand it at such a deeper level. And this was just two of us. Imagine if there was—it's gonna be too many people for a podcast, but four, five, six. Yeah, would be amazing. You know, so don't be afraid. Bible study seems for a lot of people so far out of reach, and we're scary. People are are like,
1: "Uh, study? No, Bible study is it, it." Changed my faith life it exactly. Cha- it, it gave me that I'm gonna. I, I've been using this word so many times. How we'll do a counter. How many times it made it made me zealous for the Lord is being able to read the word and understand better and be like, wow, look at how awesome God speaks to us. Exactly. Joe Melendrez again. We're gonna we'll shout him out. He once told me when we were hanging out that the word that the Bible was alive and that the word was alive, and that anything you're going through in your life, there's a passage in the scriptures that can speak to it, and he's so right, and it's so true, so, so, and so you don't dive be, into it.
0: Exactly, don't be afraid, because I, I feel that God was alive in this conversation right yeah. now, and it's and it is tangible and it's accessible to us in our lives today. Every every passage that we read, we can we can uh, adapt that. How is this speaking to our lives today? And it doesn't have to be some old fashioned boring thing. Like we were, this was an engaging conversation. So reach out to your community and find or create a Bible study. You know, there might not be one that's already. That's already established in your in your community, your church, who knows, but like you God is calling you to to take that burden on to to climb that mountain and start a Bible study and make it happen yeah, for
1: it. maybe this is your whisper right here to start a Bible study. you don't need a leader, you don't need somebody that's gonna guide you through it. Start just a pick, Bible study pick, pick a verse, pick <laughs> start, a friend start it today, crack it open <laughs> and get into the word uh, all right guys, uh, follow us on instagram, Facebook uh. Underscore two Catholic dudes. That's Instagram. Instagram. Two Catholic Dudes on Facebook. That's Two cool, Catholic right. Dudes on Patreon. If you uh, want to financially contribute, uh, we got some cool merch on there that you can get at the certain levels you can see when you want to sign up. Mugs, We just stickers. had a new member
0: or two the other day. Thank you guys for, for joining. Yeah, we're we, praying we, for you. We, we're, we're praying for you. We thank you so much. Uh, we're going to get some new merch c- coming soon so that yeah. every level might get something. Yeah. But we re- thank you guys so much for your dedication yeah. and support to this channel.
1: Yeah, it means a lot. We were able to. It's a pretty cool thing is that when we renewed our podcast subscription you know that like to, to continue to be able to stream we were able to use the money from our listeners from the previous year to renew exactly. that's a pretty cool thing to know that like at least the vocal part of the podcast being able to stream it was paid for by the people that listen so we can't thank you enough for, yeah. for helping us get to that point
0: alright guys thank you for, for uh, listening along uh, that's all I got you guys rock we'll see you next week as always peace, peace.